Ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. This is Ignition. Welcome to Ignition, a radio show and podcast for the new evangelization. I'm your host, Dr. Chris Bergwald. And I'm Father Andrew Dickinson. And we want to launch your own efforts to explain the Catholic faith and to invite others to live it. Before we get into today's topic, we want to remind you that we love listener feedback. So if you've got questions about today's episode, ideas for future episodes, please contact us. Two easy ways to do so. You can do so by emailing us, ignition at sfcatholic.org, s-f-c-a-t-h-o-l-i-c dot o-r-g. You can also tweet at us, use the Twitter handle SF Diocese, which stands for Sioux Falls Diocese, and use the hashtag Ignition on that to make sure it gets to the right place. I think you could probably still use the um, original uh, email address. Well, Ignition oh. at, I think, I think it, don't try this. Go SF Catholic, but uh, do you remember what the, the first Sioux Falls Catholic Diocese or something? something horrible. Diocese dash of dash Sioux dash false oh, okay. dot org. Yeah. <laughs> So, the early days of people getting accustomed to, you know, uh, internetting. Exactly, exactly. So it's uh, that's still out there. That'll, that'll, if you do that org, it'll get you to our homepage. So I'm testing that right now. You go right ahead. Diocese dash of dash Sue. Yeah. Okay. Dash falls dot org. Lo and behold. Yeah. Uh, Father mentioned he is Father Andrew Dickinson. Who are you and what do you do? I am a son of the Eternal Father. Born to, uh, in time to uh, Dave and Joanne Dickinson, born again in the waters of baptism, confirmed with the seal of the Holy Spirit, and ordained as a Catholic priest uh, for the service of God, not for my own benefit, but for uh, the service of the church. Uh, I've been serving as a priest in St. Paul's Parish for eight years now as the pastor in White, South Dakota, and then the director of the Pope Pius XII Newman Center in Brookings, South Dakota. Be careful what you ask, Father Dickinson. You have to be precise in your language. Well, we just talked about this in a previous episode of Ignition. I know we did. I know we did. How we're more than just what we do. I know. Okay. Uh, not just function. Um, Chris so Bergwald, who are you, Dr. Bergwald? I'll tell what I... I'm going to reverse the order. What I do is I'm the director of adult discipleship and evangelization for the diocese. Um, getting closer to who I am. I am a husband and I'm a father. And then much of what Father said is true about me too. Baptized. By the way... Um, I would encourage if, if those of you, well, any, everybody, everybody, but especially those who have young children, celebrate your oh, own yeah. and your kids, children's baptism day. Amen. It's a beautiful way to draw attention to the reality of being born again in the waters of baptism and what that means for us as sons and daughters of our Heavenly Father. Amen, amen. So um, You tangented, though, from who you are. Yes. Uh, sorry. Uh, husband to Jermaine for 17 years at this point and father to our kids for all of their lives. And that's how it's going to be. Deal with it. <laughs> Deal with it. I'm so thankful for my children, father. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving, father. Thank you. This is, uh, it is the show is air. I'm not sure when you're listening to it, especially if you're listening to the, on, on our podcast feed, but this show is airing on Lamb Catholic, the Lamb Catholic radio network, uh, on Thanksgiving day. So by the time this is air, Ooh, I think I'm eating right now. Oh, mm, mm. it's a good Turkey and stuffing. <laughs> Jermaine's making it or made it. So of course it's good. I, I didn't make it. I made the caramels we had for breakfast this morning after mass though. Oh, they're good. Wait, are you talking about this morning? It's in like Thanksgiving morning. Yeah, or like Thanksgiving. Today? Yeah, no, like no. I'm I'm thinking about the listener. I'm trying to trying to live in the present of the radio now. 
Yeah, I just can't do that. Okay. <laughs> this would be really weird if you do that and I don't. <laughs> I, I, I'm trying to bend you to my will. I'm kind of stubborn. Oh, fine. Or so, just slow. And that's, I mean, just I'm slow witted and I just thought I can pick nah, that up. I'll just let that hang there. Uh, so <laughs> I, I, I think today, well, we think today celebrating Thanksgiving day, whenever you're listening to this episode, um, this is a fitting time to, um, recall the importance of giving thanks. That is of gratitude, particularly in the prayer. Well, in life in general, but I think especially uh, when it comes to our spiritual lives. So, um, as we, again, regardless of when you're listening to this, but if you're listening to this around the time of Thanksgiving, of course, we do get together with family and so on. Um, but it's a good reminder for us to be mindful of the things that we do give thanks for. So, Father, concretely for me, back back into the recording present when recording this, uh, just last night, early November here, um, just last night at, 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 at prayer time, um, we know, I, I normally try to, with our family prayer, uh, Jermaine and I, uh, ask the kids to, to think of something that they're thankful for, but I, I asked them, I specified it further. I wanted them to, to be able to state three things mm. that happened yesterday that they were thankful for. So just to come up with several things from that particular day. Um, and, and then I find it valuable because it's been valuable to me in my own prayer life to begin right. my prayer. Once I've recollected myself to get, to begin my prayer, by, by giving thanks, by being mindful of things in the last day that God has done for me um, and, and giving him praise for them. It's, uh, I, I've, I had a spiritual director give that to me as like a daily prayer assignment to do 10 things yeah. each day that you're grateful for. And uh, just a marvelous uh, little tool in that way. We'll get some more into specifics of it. But there, there really is few better ways in that way to enter into the life of prayer than by gratitude. Right. It, because it and yeah we're gonna get into some of this but it reflects who we are right. I mean we're we're gonna talk about this more um, in a couple weeks on another episode um, mm-hmm. on on how so much of our culture is about self determination correct the yeah. self made man the self made being control of yourself exactly control your own destiny etc and and implicit in there is in this idea that um, y- you you make yourself but we know if you just think about it that I did not make myself. Nope. I'm not my own creator. As amazing as my beard is, I did not choose to have this amazing beard. Exactly. Uh, so, so the fact that our existence is a gift as opposed to something that I've accomplished or achieved right. um, is, is something here. But let's, let's get into, Father, some specifics about um, th- being thankful or gratitude. Yeah. Well, this, is, this actually ties great uh, ties bigly into uh, this uh, this idea that gratitude is humbling. Yeah. And it's humbling in the sense, uh, there's a couple ways we can talk about humbling, but the first one just to talk about is in the sense that I am a creature and there is a creator. Yeah. And that's humbling. It's not in the sense, now humbling doesn't mean like, oh, nobody likes me. Everybody <laughs> hates me. Guess I'll go eat worms. Uh, but humbling in the sense of knowing the truth. Yeah. About uh, about myself, about uh, and about the world, and so gratitude always puts me into that relationship of being creature with a creator, creature with a creator. Yeah. So so humility there is yeah. It's not self denigration. No. 
That uh, is not humility at all. No, it's it's, it's that's false pride, really. Right. Um, so well, it's, it's pride. The pride. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's actual disguise pride. It's, it's false humility. False humility. It's false and humility true pride. And true pride. Yeah. Um, humility is just recognizing, as you were indicating, the the, the reality of things, the state of things. Um, there is a creator. I'm not him, mm-hmm. but I'm not nothing either. Um, no. I'm, I'm created in his, in his image and likeness. So there's 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 dignity there, but so I got that going for me. But but it's not absolute dignity and certainly not absolute power. Correct. Despite what Senator Palpatine thinks. <laughs> I'm just saying. I do not give thanks power. for Senator Palpatine <laughs> as a character, as a storyline. Nothing. That's for nothing. Maybe for the actor. Okay. That's like the only bright shining thing about like the prequels. Well, you, you, so you do give thanks for him because he's the only good thing about them, right? But that's I think that, if you ever heard there's a, a line that goes damning by faint praise. Yeah, no kidding. That's yeah, amen. So, so gratitude is is humbling in the best and truest sense of the word, and the truest sense of the word is the only best sense of the word. Absolutely. And so, Power. right. So gratitude is humbling in that way. Uh, and so not only is it, it's good to claim that I'm a creature in that sense, cause then God's my creator. And when we claim that, then, I mean, God's pretty happy that we're claiming that creaturely status. Yeah, pretty happy. Yeah. Pretty happy. What else does gratitude do for us? Well, it also orientates us towards someone else. Okay. So it takes us out of ourself. Okay. So immediately there's a relation. Well, we become more aware of a relationship that's already there. Correct. And so whether it's even just earthly gratitude, thank you very much for the Buffalo Wild Wings. Right. Uh, it's also uh, in that heavenly dynamic as well. Yep. Yep. So um, it, it helps. It reminds me. So it's, well, duh, of course. But no, I'm not the only person. Right. Like there are other people, other subjects, other other sons and daughters of God, other uh, human beings made in God's image and likeness. It's not just all about me. And giving thanks helps me do that. Correct. Even at that earthly level. Correct. And and also to this idea of like living in an orientated way towards God yep. is a good thing because then we look to him more as well and we look for him more. And when we're thankful for what God has done in this or that other instance of my day, especially particular concrete things in my day, yep. I'll go back to that in a moment. Uh, but then we look to God more often in the other moments. Right, right. Right. And I mentioned, I want to emphasize this, uh, listeners and Dr. Bergwell, this idea of thanksgiving and gratitude for concrete specific things. Okay. And so gratitude, like when you're doing gratitude with your children, when you do gratitude uh, with yourself, it's not just about puppy dogs and butterflies and, you know, things that make me feel fuzzy in general. Right. It should be specific things from the day. Okay. Yep. So like puppy dogs, if your dog tackles you on like when you come in the door and you had a bad day and the, your dog is licking your face for like three minutes straight. Yep. Right. That then thank God for your dog. Yep. Uh, but not just for puppy dogs in general. Right. Does that make sense? Yep. Right. And it can be all sorts of things that you express that gratitude to God for. Things such as the taste of peanut butter. Things such as uh, the feel of the razor on your skin. Uh, probably not for your children. I don't think they're shaving yet. No. Okay. Um, but then uh, also you get to other things like per- interpersonal things. So, oh, I met someone who I haven't seen in a while today. It was good to to capture a moment with them. I had a little moment of prayer today. Thank you for that moment of prayer. So on and so forth. 
was, why, maybe you already said this and I missed it, but so why be specific like this? Great, because it, it draws attention to what God is actively doing yep. in our daily life. And so then God moves away from the hypothetical and when it's just puppy dogs and butterflies without the concrete, it's hypothetical. And this fact that God is alive and that God is active in your daily life. And for me, just in, in terms of doing this in my own personal prayer too, um, it, it prevents it from being lip service. Right. Thank you, Lord, for my wife, for my kids, and for my job. And so, well, yeah, I, I, I've been there, done that, phoning it in, just right. going through my litany of, oh, yeah, this is the. No, but when I'm thinking of the things in the last day, handful of things from today, then I actually have to enter into real prayer where I'm actually reflecting and conversing with my Creator and giving Him thanks for them. Yeah. Uh, this idea we've talked about, I don't know if we, I think we talked about before, but Jay Warden. Yeah, what does it stand for again? Uh, Jesus, what are you doing right yes, now? Yes, yes. So it, it draws our t- specific gratitude, draws our attention to God's specific particular activity, love, and care for you right now. Right, right. And you right now are listening to Ignition, a broadcast for the new evangelization. Uh, I'm Chris Bergwald, Director of Adult Discipleship and Evangelization with the Diocese of Sioux Falls. And I'm Father Andrew Dickinson, Pastor of St. Paul's in White and Director of the Pope Pius XII Newman Center. And in celebration of Thanksgiving, we are talking about the importance of gratitude, particularly in our spiritual and prayer life. And at this point in the this episode of Ignition, we are now going to take a post-turkey nap. <laughs> so feel free, especially if you're listening by, by podcast, just go ahead and pause and you know, just uh, just uh, rest in that tryptophan a little bit. And take a pontifical high nap. When, <laughs> re, rejoin us when uh, when you're when you're good and ready. Okay, you're back. Hey, welcome Thanks. back. Good to see you. So, uh, other things about gratitude. Uh, gratitude opens our hearts to the freedom of receiving. I love that. What? Yep. Yeah. So, just the, the idea say of- it, Say it again. Gratitude opens your heart to the freedom of receiving. Okay, so now what does it mean? Well, um, kind of going back to uh, a general note, uh, maybe just another, this is an unfolding of what, kind of the theme we've been talking about so far that it doesn't all revolve around you. Right. And so one of the spiritual effects of selfishness is, uh, that it closes our hearts to receiving things from others. So in the way, uh, when we want to be in control of things, when we want to be in charge of things, we want to be the determiner of our lives, we are reticent to allow others to do something for us. Right. And once we learn that there's a freedom in this, and this freedom of receiving a gift from someone else in that way, well, it's odd because in some ways this sounds like it should be selfishness. I remember when I first started uh, praying and going to spiritual direction when I, I was going to do my last year of college before I went to the seminary. I went to this priest in uh, Marshall, Minnesota, where I was going to college, Father Jerry Meidel. And he said, uh, I was kind of financially blessed in college. Like I got good scholarships. And so I'd treat a lot of my friends like, hey, let's go to dinner and I'll, I'll buy because I was getting paid to go to school. Right. Yeah. And uh, it was pretty cool. Um, oh, reminiscing. Um, but uh, he's like, let someone else pay for you. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, why not? I mean, I've been blessed by God. Shouldn't I be generous and do these things? Yes, but then you're in control. Yep. You know, then you're in charge of things. So let them do it. Oh, man, that was tough. I think of, uh, I have exam- sim- uh, similar examples where, no, let me, oh, oh, 
um, this summer I was uh, in uh, New Ulm, Minnesota, doing some teaching with the Handmaids of the Heart of oh, Jesus. Yep, yep. Uh, Wonderful uh, ladies. Um, and I, I had some things I was carrying in, and the mother ah. said, "Let me help you." No, no, I'm fine. No, let me help you. Okay. And I had to, our earlier discussion, I had to humble my, it was humbling right. for me to let mother help carry my things because no, I'm going to do this. I can me. do this. Chris Bergwald. Yes. P-H-D. Right. But that experience of that, the, the, yeah, and just a concrete specific instance where it was humbling to allowed to allow someone else to help me. The other thing, Father, that I think of in this way, receiving compliments. Oh, yeah. How many of us, my, my oldest struggles with this, I struggle with this, Father's raising his hand. Straight elbow raising. <laughs> it's, it's up there. Um, it, yeah, we, 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 it makes us awkward when somebody compliments us. Yeah. So this, uh, amen to this one, Father. And uh, another way to think about it, too, is that we have this sinful, it's from sinfulness, this need to be needed, this need to be necessary. Right. In that way. And so gratitude, you know, someone's giving us something, we depend on them. We are no longer necessary in some way. So it frees us from that prison of having to be necessary. Right, right, right. So what else does gratitude do for us? Well, related to this is just, it frees us from selfishness. Yeah. You know, uh, defeats selfishness within us by this fact of being orientated to someone else. So if there is a, if I'm a receiver, there's a giver. Yep. And just kind of naturally kind of pulls us out. That's just kind of a quick shot on that one. Right, right, right. Um, Relatedly, though, I think. Yeah, and is the idea that gratitude helps defeat uh, jealousy, and so that um, when if we find ourselves struggling with jealousy a lot, we need to turn to gratitude as a spiritual uh, answer to that. Thinking of uh, Romans chapter twelve, verse twenty-one. Uh, nope. Do not be overcome by evil, but rather overcome evil through works of good. Mm, right. Right. So for me, uh, just the, the, that principle of working itself in a slightly different way, whenever the, I find that I'm frustrated at somebody because of a uh, real yeah, or yeah. perceived wrong that they did to me, uh, I'm not great at this, but I'm trying to get better at then, or at least as soon as possible, praying for them. Right. And Praying blessing upon those exactly, who hurt you. Exactly. And Bless those who hurt you? And lo and behold, my, my anger dissipates. Mm-hmm. My frustration goes away. Your interior freedom increases. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, totally. And so in the same way, like if material goods or other material realities have that grip on you, which we call jealousy, then praying in gratitude for the things you do have helps uh, for you to be freed from that grip of jealousy. Right. Totally. Yep. So, uh, another great thing um, about gratitude is that it trains our hearts to look at spiritual qualities, not just at material qualities. Yeah. Explain this one. Well, uh, we are living in a material world, yep. and I am a material man. Yes, you are. Did you get that reference? Um, yes. Okay. Not, you're not a material girl, though. No, I, I did change that. Yeah. And so I'm cisgender normative, and so. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Dr. Bergwald is laughing Cisgender with normative. Yes, you are. Uh, but... Uh, uh, <laughs> now I'm caught up in that. So uh, material qualities. So... Gratitude, especially like if you do this challenge of like being grateful for 10 things a day, you're probably going to have to push yourself to find like non-sensible things you're grateful for, mm. right? And so uh, this little challenge of gratitude then uh, pushes us to consider beyond just the material sensible things of our daily life. Otherwise, it's so easy to just get caught up in the material sensible reality of things. That's a, that's a gr- yeah, that is a great point because- You're welcome. 
uh, if, if, if I'm coming with a multiple list, it, uh, something specific for this day, it's going to become interpersonal really quickly. Oh, yeah. Which is, by definition, spiritual. I mean, something that somebody else does for me. Right. For me to give thanks for that. Or some quality that. of them that I discover, or some quality of God that I discover, or some quality in myself that I discover. Those things are not physical per se. Material. No, those are spiritual realities. Yeah. So I'm grateful for courage. I'm grateful for someone's wisdom. I'm grateful for God's providence. Yep. You know, things like that. And being able to shift our vision away from just the material here and now and uh, to those spiritualities is uh, just necessary. Yep. Yep. What else does gratitude do for us? Well, it trains our hearts in the true meaning of happiness. Okay. Uh, which is kind of tied into this idea of the material qualities and spiritual qualities. Uh, Matthew Kelly, in his uh, now almost ubiquitous book, uh, oh, Rediscovering Catholicism. Okay. <laughs> it's ubiquitous, but I forgot the name. Uh, Rediscovering Catholicism. In there, he starts out with the idea of what is happiness, that happiness is more than just simply pleasure. Yep. And uh, so gratitude moving beyond uh, just pleasure into these areas of uh, fullness of experience, fullness of life uh, is really, uh, it's good for us. It's freeing for us and to, to know again, what is happiness? Right, right. What else? Finally, uh, gratitude builds community, communion here on earth by the fact that we interact with each other in that way. And we share these common experiences of things that we are grateful for, things for which we are grateful and so that's another one of the great effects of the practice of gratitude. Right, right, right. And so for me, all of these things, well, not just for me, for Father and I, uh, and for all sorts of people, culminating in the importance when you're talking about gratitude, um, the original meaning of the word Eucharist, which is thanksgiving. Right. To give thanks. So when we come together at Mass, this is the prayer in which, among other things, but it's the prayer in which we most perfectly give God thanks for what he has given us because we are giving him back his son. Correct. We're giving him the Thanksgiving offering that his son offered on our behalf. Right, right, right. right. Uh, we cannot offer a more perfect prayer of Thanksgiving than the Mass. Correct. So if possible on Thanksgiving Day, Go to mass. Yep. Yep. If I mean, at this point in the day, it may not be possible. If somehow you get an advanced copy of this, <laughs> so, uh, you could actually. You might be listening to this by podcast the night before Thanksgiving. It's possible. If you're listening to this on the radio, it's probably after the fact. You can still go to mass the next day. Right. I, Father, I don't think. I don't know of. You're the priest, obviously, in the room here. Um, I think most priests do their Thanksgiving mass in the morning. See. Yeah, so I think if you're listening to this in the afternoon, you're probably going to have a hard time. Probably out of this. There might be one at like the chapel at uh, Avera sometimes. Yeah, I don't know. If, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. I, I'm thinking because we did that once on a family trip, but that might have been a Saturday daily mass that we went to. Yeah, that could be. So Yeah. So, so, but, but hopefully next time you do, whenever you get to mass, whether it's coming Sunday or, or, or daily mass, um, I think maybe just reflecting the fact that when you're praying the mass, it's not just about giving God thanks for his real presence and for Holy Communion and so on. It's not just about Holy Communion and what you receive in it. Correct. This is about you offering thanks to God through his son. Right. So that, that's the spiritual part of the offertory of the Mass, that you and your own spiritual partition, participation, your actual spiritual participation yep. in the Mass, is that during the offertory, not only are you maybe communing, 
uh, giving to the collection or your little laminated card that said, I give electronically. Uh, but you're also in that moment, uh, bringing to the altar, your own heart, your own lives, the things that were in the week, uh, that just happened, the things that you're grateful for, uh, and in praying that those would be joined to the one perfect Thanksgiving of Jesus Christ. Right. Right. So this is, uh, again, said, we said earlier, there's not a more perfect prayer of Thanksgiving that you can offer, um, than the mass, but we got a few minutes left, um, what, what what else should we, we we could just take that nap again I suppose. But yeah, take a nap. Yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> we talk about turkey recipes, uh, recipes I'm very grateful for. You know, um, this is kind of off the cuff. Uh, could you think of the five things in your life that you are most grateful for? Um, I could list five of them. Um, yeah, five of the things in your life you're most grateful for. Life. Life. Faith. Oh, life itself. Yes, during the term of your life. Yes, that I exist. Yeah. I'm thankful for that. Existence, faith, uh, wife, children, parents, siblings, friends. That's six, I think. Seven? Is it seven? Eight? Oh, oh, am I supposed to keep going? I don't know. No, I gave at least five. What about you? Okay. Uh, well, for me, uh, grateful for life, grateful for faith. Um Grateful for my family, my uh, my parents, uh, dad deceased, uh, my brother. Grateful for uh, my priesthood, mm. and uh, that is the gift that keeps on giving. Yep. Um, grateful for my beard. Oh boy, <laughs> I am because my dad's beard. You should. You should I'm going gray the same way that he goes gray. You should have shaved at the beginning of this month. By the way, I'm disappointed that you didn't. No, nah, I don't. I, I'm I'm too hip for fads. Yeah. Well. <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, for me, I think a bit more specifically, uh, in the spiritual life of late, mm. I'm grateful for, in my prayer, probably a renewed or, or a deepening of the sense of, um, my prayer simply being with God, yeah. um, and, and, and growing comfort and desire and yearning longing for, cause I'm, I'm, I'm structured in my prayer life. Right. Um, so I, where I can just. I'm okay with, and I, I, I rejoice with those times when I'm gifted with the consolation of just resting in the Lord, in his presence. I'm grateful for growing in the understanding of the Holy Spirit in my prayer life. Mm. Uh, the Holy Spirit praying within, dwelling within, the truth of the indwelling of the Holy Spirit when we're in the state of grace. Um, and his intercession on our behalf in that regard, really growing to appreciate that with gratitude and uh, to grow in that relationship with the Holy Spirit. I think for me, too, uh, one of the things I'm, I'm thankful for spiritually is growing an awareness of, and we alluded to this in the last episode, the liturgy as a truly, truly participation in the heavenly liturgy. Right. Of, of when well, we even kind of refer to it in this episode as well, and that idea of the, the Thanksgiving that goes on right. in, the, in the Mass. Yep. And uh, I'm definitely grateful for that. I'm trying to include that more and more in like my prayers at the Mass. Yep. You know, like, Lord, take these prayers and unite them to that perfect prayer of Jesus Christ that's being offered here and now. Thank you, Father. Welcome. <laughs> and that will wrap up this episode of Ignition. Again, please email us, ignition at sfcatholic.org, or tweet at us, sfdiocese, the hashtag Ignition, with any questions or ideas for future episodes. Until next time, dear listeners, have a great Thanksgiving, and may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thanks for listening. You can find archives of this and past episodes online at sfcatholic.org. Click on Media and then Audio Files. You can also subscribe to the Ignition Podcast in the iTunes Store. 
Remember to tune in every Thursday afternoon at 2 p.m. on Lamb Catholic Radio at 91.3 FM in Hartford and 104.3 LPFM Juan Diego Catholic Radio in Sioux Falls and on 88.9 FM in Ipswich and Aberdeen or online at lambradio.com.